Hi! Happy New Year! Welcome back! It's good to be back in 2022. I hope you all had a great New Year's Eve. I hope you had a nice time over the holidays and got a chance to relax and rejuvenate. And yeah, I hope you're already having a great start to the new year. I definitely am. I don't know about all of you, but I feel really good vibes about 2022. I feel like it's going to be a really great year. I'm feeling really good energy. I'm really excited. So I hope you're feeling that way as well. And if you're not, I hope that 2022 surprises you and proves you wrong. And I'm sending so much love your way. And yeah, I'm happy to be back. This is Healing Yourself with Francesca Rowe. I am Francesca Rowe, and I am so grateful and happy to have you all here with me today to talk about all things healing yourself and the healing journey and everything that comes along with that. So, today's episode. Today's episode is one that I'm really excited about, and I've been thinking about recording for a while now, but every time I thought I was going to get on here and record it, I, I ended up shying away from it. And I just think I I wasn't feeling quite ready to talk about it yet because it is something that I have struggled with in the past and I've come a long way with, fortunately, and now I feel like I'm in a better place than I've ever been with what I'm going to talk about today. And so I felt like, yeah, I'm ready to talk about this. And that is the topic of identity, how we identify ourselves, who we are, all that stuff. And yeah, I'm really excited. There's a lot to talk about with this. And let's let's get started. Let's jump into the first episode of 2022. Woo! All right. <laughs> Our identities, who we are, how we identify ourselves. I feel like this is a topic that there's always more discussion about. And I feel like it's always kind of a hot topic because being able to identify ourselves is kind of perceived as it, you know, like in order to be a functioning, successful human, it's kind of been drilled into us that we need to know who we are. And it's interesting because who we are and our identities, that's a pretty abstract concept, don't you think? Like, We are such ever-changing, ever-growing, magical beings that this concept of identifying ourselves and labeling ourselves and putting ourselves in a box in that way is, well, it's so human, first of all, isn't it? It's just so human of us to want to take these incredible beings that we are that in so many ways can't be defined and then to want to label us, put a label, stamp it on our foreheads, and then like, that's our identity. That's just so human, I think, which is funny. And that's why I want to talk about it, because I feel that, well, as we heal, we are constantly, constantly changing and growing. I mean, in general, we're constantly changing and growing, I believe. But especially on our healing journey, I'm sure you can relate, but I feel like who I was last week is so, so different from who I am right now and who I was yesterday and who I will be tomorrow. And that's a really good thing, I feel, or a really exciting thing, I feel. And 
yeah, I love that we're always changing and I love that we're always growing. And I feel like that is so freeing. And I feel that it can be hard to even try to identify ourselves, especially on our healing journey when we are changing and growing so much. And in the past, I have wrestled with identifying myself. I've wrestled with this concept of who am I? And it never quite sat right with me when I felt pressure to identify who I was to others. And maybe you feel the same way. And I feel that I, well, I feel that I felt that way in the past for good reason, because I ultimately don't think trying to define ourselves really does anyone any good. I really do believe that when we try to identify ourselves, again, it's such a human thing because humans love to understand. So when we don't understand something, it confuses us and it bothers us. And we want to be able to label it and categorize it so that it makes sense to us because people don't like what they don't understand. I think that's a very human issue <laughs> that has caused a lot of hate and other problems in this world. But yeah, I don't think identity is really as serious as society has tried to make it seem or as some people might believe it to be. And I I will explain why, but I also want I also want to talk to you about my personal experience with identity and how I've struggled with it and how I've now come to a peaceful place with how I feel about my identity and how I've actually never felt more sure of who I am now without really having to identify myself, which is really cool and really freeing. And I'm, I'm really excited to share with you all how I got to that place. I never really thought much about my identity growing up when I was younger, especially, you know, we're not really thinking about that kind of thing. In little ways, we're being identified and we kind of cling to identities based on, you know, groups that we're a part of in school and our hobbies and things like that. But I never really gave it much thought. And then when I went to college and I was studying acting, I started struggling a lot with my identity. And it wasn't a personal struggle at first. It was actually something that I feel like was projected onto me, unfortunately. When I was in classes, I would get told a lot by my teachers that they they didn't feel that they knew who I was. And they didn't feel that I knew who I was either. <laughs> and that was unfortunately told to me a lot. And that really hurt me and made me question everything, as you can imagine, because somebody telling you that they don't know who you are or they don't think that you have a good understanding of who you are or your identity, it's kind of like, I mean, it doesn't really make much sense because who we are, again, I just truly believe can't be defined because that's such a simple thing for something that is so not simple and so complex and so beautifully so complex. But it made me start to feel like there was something wrong with me when I was told that people didn't know who I was. It made me feel like I was somehow living a lie or that I was somehow not authentic enough for others. And my showing up as myself was not appropriate and not palatable. For them. And that was, of course, confusing because I felt like, well, this is me. So if being me isn't good enough to just explain who I am, then how can I prove to you that this is me? Like, what do I have to do to make you feel like you understand me? 
And at the time, I didn't understand that that wasn't my responsibility at all. And that kind of thing is not a responsibility. And that's why I just really don't believe in this whole identifying who we are thing. Because it's not like, it's not really our problem <laughs> if others don't understand us to an extent, you know? Like when my teachers would say that to me, I kind of felt like, well, that kind of sounds like a you problem. Why is it my responsibility to help you understand me and to help you break me down into something that makes sense to you so that you can categorize me and label me and I can fit into your world the way that makes sense in your little puzzle, right? That doesn't really sit well with me. And I feel that people really do intentionally and unintentionally, unfortunately, often try to define us and categorize us just to everybody. We try to do this as humans to make sense of the world around us and to make sense of other people. But what that can do and what that did for me is it can get us to question everything and it can get us questioning who we are and it can make us feel really lost. And that's what happened to me. I felt really lost and confused and I didn't understand how I could explain who I was to other people. So that started to make me question if I really did know who I was, and it made me question my own understanding of me, if that makes sense. And now I'm at a place where it doesn't bother me if somebody were to tell me they didn't understand me or didn't know who I was. I mean, no one does that to me, fortunately. But if they were to, it wouldn't bother me because I do feel so secure in who I am now that no one can really tell me anything about myself, you know? But at the time, it really shook me and it made me made me feel really lost and and I didn't understand who I was because people were telling me they didn't understand who I was. It's just so funny how that works, but that's what happened. And I feel like a lack of knowing oneself can then lead to other people jumping in and defining you for you. And it's like people can sense, you know, when when you're not really sure of who you are because if you are, then no one can tell you anything and I feel like that's an energy thing and people can can tell when you're secure in who you are and when you're not. And that's kind of like an energetic boundary, you know, which I didn't really have many boundaries back then at all. <laughs> I didn't even know I could put up boundaries. So yeah, I just felt lost. And I felt like these people were telling me who I was. And the labels that they did end up giving me weren't very kind. Some of the time there was um, some prejudice, I want to say, against um, organizations that I was a part of or things I like to do outside of acting. Regardless, that's not the most important part of this at all. But it's just it's just to show that that people are constantly intentionally and unintentionally, which I think this was pretty unintentional, my experience, um, defining us and trying to label us and put us in boxes. And I just say we reject all of that. I think <laughs> that we can't be defined. And I think that is so beautiful. We are these magical beings in this like skin suit on earth in space and yeah trying to define ourselves is such a human and simple silly thing in my opinion <laughs> and I was always frustrated with this experience I had I was always frustrated that I was being told that people didn't know who I was and I was frustrated by that because I didn't feel like that was very fair but it took me getting to a point where I did feel like I knew who I was to be able to reflect on that and understand what was happening there. And I want to talk about how we know who we are, though. 
especially like how can we be sure of who we are and feel secure in ourselves without having to put ourselves in a box and give ourselves the label and identify ourselves. And I feel that that first and foremost comes from stripping away all the things that people project onto you and project onto us and all the things that people try to use to identify us with and as and throwing that all aside, throwing it away and seeing what's left. And my experience with that was kind of not dramatic, but it took me getting to a really low place to to understand how to start discovering who I was again. It took me getting to a place where I didn't feel like I knew who I was and I felt very lost, which actually was soon after I graduated from school. I I was living in New York, as I've mentioned earlier, and I I just felt really lost. There were It wasn't just acting school. There were other things going on in my private life that just made me feel more insecure and unsure of myself than I ever had in my life. And I really felt like I didn't know who I was. I didn't know how to even begin to discover who I was. I just felt like the shell of a person. And then COVID hit and I went home and I was just alone with myself. And I was able to really start reflecting and also really start getting to know myself and getting to reintroduce me to me and and discover what that meant for me. And that one of the ways that I did that was by stripping off all the stuff that I had taken on over so many years, kind of unknowingly, that had become my quote unquote identity. And so the way I did that was I basically started stripping away everything that I had been using in the past as a way to hide myself. And I'll give some examples. So I used to heat my hair a lot. Um, I have curly hair naturally, but because of years of using heat on it, it's it experienced a lot of damage in the past. And so my hair just kind of was all over the place and I didn't like my hair naturally. So I was always heating it. I would curl it or wave it or whatever. And then if it wasn't done, it was just up in a bun and I would just have it out of my face because if it didn't look picture perfect and if every hair wasn't in place, then I felt insecure because I felt like this identity of having whatever nice hair was gone. And then I had to actually be able to identify myself without that. And that was scary. So I used that to hide. So when I got home and I was really starting to self-reflect, I one day just took a pair of paper scissors, <laughs> which I don't really recommend, but it was very freeing. And I just started to cut away all of my hair, all of my dead hair, all the split ends. And I cut it and it looked a mess, but I, I did it anyway and it felt really good. And I got it down to probably maybe a little less than my shoulders. Like it was pretty short and I didn't love the way it looked, but it felt so freeing and no one was seeing me anyway. So I just, I said enough and I stopped heating my hair. I stopped using any heating products on it. Even now I don't have any. I didn't bring any with me to LA. I haven't bought any. And I just stopped and I let my hair grow out. I let it do its thing and I started embracing it. And I started wearing it natural because I had to because I wasn't heating it. And that was so liberating because I felt like I was discovering a piece of myself again that I had hid for a while. Another way that I started to discover who I was again was by addressing another way that I was hiding, which was that once I started really focusing on looks because looks mattered and I wanted to look, you know, I wanted to be deemed attractive. 
I wanted to be perceived as attractive by people. And so I started self-tanning a lot. I used fake tanner a lot, especially in college, to to make myself what I thought was better and to make myself what I thought was more attractive and to hide my natural skin, which is naturally very fair. And when I got home during quarantine, I said enough and I just stopped. And I, I was like, I'm just going to embrace my natural skin and I'm going to learn to love that again and love myself again. Because essentially what I had been doing with those two things, the hair and the skin, is that every time I heated my hair or I put on fake tanner, I had been kind of teaching myself that my natural hair and my natural skin was bad. My natural hair and my natural skin was ugly. And that if I wanted to be likable, if I wanted to be attractive, if I wanted to be good enough for the world, I had to hide that and I had to cover it up. And that had made me lose myself. And so part of figuring out who I was again was stripping all these things from me that I had used to hide in the past. And that was just like the most liberating, freeing thing ever. And if you have something in your life that maybe you used to hide, I really encourage you and invite you to address that and to free yourself from that and to find the confidence. You can take baby steps, you know, whatever it might be for you to to let that go and to embrace who you are. Or maybe you haven't ever thought of that before. And I invite you to start looking at your life and see where maybe you are using things to hide or to to make yourself more palatable for the world or more attractive for the world or whatever it may be. And that's not to say that heating your hair is bad or that fake tanning is bad. Do you? I think that's fine. I don't think that's quote unquote bad at all or, or good. You know, it just is. And I'm not saying that I'm never going to do those things again. It just was a, a really crucial part of my process for me was getting rid of those things and understanding that I could feel worthy without them. And I, in fact, was very worthy without them. And I could feel beautiful without them. And I was without them. And that was just part of my process. And so, yeah, if there's anything in your life that you might be using as a safety net or you might be using to hide, I just invite you to reflect on that and to start working towards getting to a place where you can feel safe without those things as your armor or protection. All of that to say that, yeah, I had to get rid of all these identities that I had taken on from other people and from what I thought society wanted me to be and did want me to be to really find who I was again and to really love myself and to explore myself without those things. And things that we take on in our lives that become our identity, you know, they're not always physical things or physical attributes that we take on or adjust. It's It can be, you know, labels like were you a doc? Were you a cool kid? Were you a theater kid? Were you, you know, there's a bunch of things that kind of become our identities that really aren't. And I really do feel that stripping those things away or just investigating and getting curious about what you look like without those things, without those titles, without those labels, getting curious about who you are without them is a great way to start exploring who you are because we are not our jobs. We are not 
our friend groups. We are not our our social titles. We are not our makeup or our hair or whatever we use to create our identities. We are not all these things that have been put onto us, placed onto us, and that we have placed onto ourselves. We are so much more than that. And when we let go of those things, we can start to really see that. And I, you know, it doesn't have to be so dramatic as my experience was. You don't have to completely reject something in your life to figure out who you are without it. But if it is something that you've used to hide, I do feel like that could be a great way to start exploring who you are more intimately. Anyway, so once I got rid of some things in my life that had been hiding who I was and that I had been using to create this persona of who I was and that I had been using to identify myself, once I got rid of those things, I was like, okay, now what? Now who am I? And that's when I really got to explore that. And what I settled with wasn't that revolutionary. And I honestly think that that's why it hasn't been widely accepted yet by society, because I feel like society, again, wants, society wants to be able to label us and categorize us to make sense. But we're, we can't really make sense of who we are because, first of all, we haven't really explored fully who we are. Like our, this concept of our souls, science hasn't really been able to understand that yet. And there's so much that we're yet, we've yet to understand and learn about just the human body in general and the human spirit in general and our consciousness. So I don't think we need to define ourselves. And that is what I realized once I stripped off everything else. I realized that I was still there. That was really what it was for me. It's like I got rid of the hair. I got rid of the tan. I was just at home. So like I wasn't wearing makeup. I was just in sweats all the time. I wasn't hanging out with friends. I wasn't acting. I was just being. And guess what? I was still there. Like I could still, I was still in my physical body. I was still in the world without all of these labels and identities. Somehow I was still existing. And that was it for me. That was a moment of like, wow. I don't need to identify myself. I am me because I am. I don't need to explain it. I don't need to make it palatable. I don't need to categorize it. I don't need to help other people understand. If someone really wants to get to know me, then they'll get to know me and they'll probably create their own ideas around me. But guess what? Even that still isn't me. Only I know who I am and it doesn't have to be put into human words because maybe human words can't can't get to the bottom of that either. And I think that is so beautiful and so freeing. As Miley Cyrus once said, we cannot be tamed. We truly can't and we can't be defined and labeled. And I feel that, you know, as we do heal, that is something we experience firsthand, how we surprise ourselves even all the time. We're like, wow, I used to act that way and behave that way. Now it's like I'm a whole new person. That doesn't bother me anymore. Or I don't do that anymore. I don't participate in that anymore. That doesn't trigger me anymore. Like that is the the confirmation that you need, that we are ever changing and we can't be defined and we can't be labeled. Because at the end of the day, when you strip off all those other things, we are, I believe, we are a soul. And the soul is so abstract and and can't be tied down and labeled by society, which is so cool. And I just love that. And so I don't really feel like there's a need to even try to define ourselves and identify ourselves. But if we're going to, we can let it be more abstract. We can let it be, I am, I am the sunshine or I am the sunrise. I am 
the the cool breeze on a summer day. I am the rainbow. I am laughter. I am love. And I, maybe that sounds a little cheesy to you, but sorry. <laughs> but actually, I mean, but actually, I'm not sorry. I, I just think that's the that's the truth because I think I'd rather sound cheesy than than just define myself by what others think of me or my job or anything else. I'd much rather be cheesy. So yeah, so one thing that I just mentioned that I really always come back to when I am feeling a little wobbly in my sense of self is I am love. That's what I always come back to when I'm feeling unsure of myself, when I'm just having a hard time, you know, because we all do. And yeah, I just return to that. I just tell myself, you are love, Francesca. I am love. And that is just all-encompassing to me. And that feels so much more fulfilling and beautiful and ever-expanding and magical than saying, I am an actor and I am blah, 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 you know? Again, it might sound cheesy to you, but hopefully if you're listening to my podcast, you're kind of on board with this kind of thing. So yeah, I return to I am love. Because love is all-encompassing. It's in all of those things. I found that to be the most grounding. Like when I really am feeling unsure of myself, that immediately grounds me. And I that is who I am authentically. And I feel like that's who we all are at our cores. Like we are light and love. And I feel that society tries to get us to forget that because it's so empowering when we do remember that. And it's so much easier to control us when we don't remember that and when we are being labeled because if society can label us, then they can control us. So I just return to I am love. And maybe you can try that as well when you are feeling insecure or you're going through something and you're feeling a little shaky in your identity or your sense of self or you're having trouble figuring out who you are. I say just let go and don't figure it out. I say just be. And I feel like the more we we focus our attention on just being, the more we fall into who we are and and in a very beautiful way that feels natural and authentic and real. Like I've never felt more sure of who I am and secure of who I am than I do now when I have stopped trying to define myself and I've stopped searching for who I am in other people and in society and looking for that from others because no one knows who we are. No one can tell us. And when we are unsure of ourselves, they will tell us and they definitely will try. And that's why it is so important to, to work on developing a strong sense of self, which I really do feel comes from just being with you and allowing yourself to let go of all of the labels and the projections and to just be and let that be <laughs> your identity. Just you are who you are. And that's that. That's the magic of it. That's the beauty of it. We are having a human experience in a human body, but that's not who we are. We are souls. We are light. We are love. I feel like that is the best answer I could ever hope for, the best conclusion I could ever come to. And yeah, maybe you disagree, but I would invite you to Start looking at some places in your life or start looking at some things in your life that have become your identity or that have been used to define yourself in the past or the present. Start looking at things in your life that you might use to identify yourself if someone asked you who you are. And then start to imagine what would happen if those things got completely taken away. 
would you still be there? Of course you would. So who would you be then? I think that's where we discover who we are. When we get rid of all the outside noise and all that stuff and just remember that at the end of the day, none of that defines us and we are so much more than those things. We are so much more than words could ever try to define us as. And, you know, it did take me a bit of time of feeling kind of confused and lost when I did let go of all those things that had become my titles and had become who I was. When I did let go of all those things, I did feel a little confused and lost for a bit. And that's okay. And that uncomfortableness was really just me getting to know myself again and getting to know my soul again and getting to realize that I was never those things and that that was so beautiful. And so I, yeah, I invite you to explore who you are and to discover that without labels and without words. And when you do, and you know, if you have, it is indescribable and it's just a feeling and it's a connection to oneself and to one's soul. And once you know who you are in that way, No one can ever tell you who you are and no one can ever make you feel a certain way about yourself because at the end of the day, you are love. We are love. That's it. It's as simple and as complex as that. Yeah, I find that so beautiful and so freeing. And yeah, (laughs) that's all. That's all I want to talk about today. You are who you are and that is more than good enough for me and I hope it is for you too. With all that, thank you so much for listening today. I hope you have a great rest of your day. I hope you are enjoying 2022, and I hope you are going through the world fearlessly and authentically as your true self without the need for any labels or definitions. And yes, take care, everyone. It is so good talking to you again, and I will talk to you later. Bye.